Hello everybody and welcome and this is the Midnight McBride Show, show number 46 and I'm joined by a good friend of mine now who's been on the radio with me, also done a video podcast with me previously. Rachel is an energy medicine practitioner and a holistic therapist and I've called this show My Fur Energy Lady. Hello Rachel. Hi Patrick. Hi, how are you doing? I'm excellent, thank you. Good, good. Really happy you came on the show again. This is your second time and you brought your ray of sunshine into the studio with you. Yes, yeah. So what an interesting year. Extraordinary year. Um, totally unprecedented, I think. Yeah, it's been difficult for everybody. And a lot of people might think that, you know, I've written about meditation and I've got it all figured out and stuff. And I haven't. And I definitely have experienced what I call, you know, wobbles, swings in mood, uh, depression at times as well, where I felt really low. So, and I, compared to a lot of people, I'm generally very peaceful and I have got tools and techniques that I can use to keep me, how should we say, balanced on an even keel. So, really difficult times for everybody at the minute. Yeah, I know that for, for me, and um, with myself, family, friends, all the amazing people I work with, everyone is challenged in one way or the other at the moment. Yeah. I've got some basic tips for people which I gave that work for me, and it's this simple. Make time for yourself, turn the television off, get outside mm. and walk in nature. If you do those things, because when you're walking in nature and you've not got the news and all this stuff being pumped out and you're in nature and you're away from everything and you switch off for a little while everything's fine mm. everything's fine yeah so because of that i'm assuming then that this is going to be a very busy year for you because you help people it has been probably the busiest year of my entire life yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> tell us what you've been up to rachel tell us some of the things well, my workload has exploded, to be honest. It's a real privilege and I'm very excited. And I've actually had a few people this year who um, have had the virus. And um, so I've worked with that a little bit. And then I've done a lot of work with people who are struggling, essentially because of the circumstances we've been moving through. Yeah. And a lot of that has been emotional and psychological challenges. Yeah. I mean, tell people maybe what you do, because I know you do... Mm past life regression you also do EFT and tapping and and you've got a quite a lot of strings to your bow so maybe give us a run through some of the therapies that you do mm, yes well the thing I'm probably the most passionate about is the energy medicine I trained with with Donna Eden who's very famous she's a big deal yes so Donna's um just an amazing healer and there's so much information and videos for all kinds of ailments and situations online so well worth checking out all of Donna's stuff yeah um, I've done the emotional freedom technique um, I did some matrix re-imprinting which is a wonderful modality uh, that can get to the root a lot of a lot of long-standing issues I've done counseling I've done some nutrition and eating psychology all sorts of things yeah um, yeah maybe tell us explain EFT 
Okay. Give us a, a brief explanation of that. So EFT, that's the emotional freedom technique, which sometimes people call tapping. And there yes. are a range of points that you tap on. It's very simple, actually. And uh, my introduction to EFT was on YouTube, just following along with a wonderful man who did some sort of generic tapping videos for anxiety. And mm -hmm. I used to suffer a lot with anxiety. Yeah. And what I would find is within five or 10 minutes, I could reduce and lessen my anxiety. It wouldn't go away completely, but I'd lessen it to the point that I could breathe a bit deeper, you know, and it was just a bit better. So when sometimes you see somebody waiting in a, say, a doctor's waiting room or at the airport or in a library and they're doing this, <laughs> and you think, uh-oh, they're going to be mental, actually. A lot of people are, are practising this, aren't they, EFT? Indeed, and I, I believe that we'll see more and more of this in the coming years, because EFT in particular, there's um, quite a few proponents and advocates of EFT that are affiliated with the universities here. In Australia, there's a lady very well known, and there's a lot of research coming out in the field of EFT at the moment that's um, validating how effective it is for... Um, weight loss and weight challenges, which of course is a priority for a lot of people. And uh, interestingly, also war vets. There's a lot of research now that's shown that EFT is helpful for people who've um, been at war. I've done a couple of shows here, uh, three now actually, with a friend of mine, Wesley Dyson, and he suffers from PTSD, mm. you know, and he's now on a spiritual path. He's had a shift and a spiritual awakening and he's like a different person than he was a year ago. Mm. But... I didn't realise that EFT was, you know, probably beneficial for him too. So beneficial, gosh, I wouldn't even know where to start. But perhaps if I say I would have self-diagnosed myself with PTSD, actually I still would with complex PTSD. Uh, and um, I don't have any challenges really these days with PTSD in the ways that I used to. I've been able to overcome it and take the reins with it so that the things that used to be triggering don't trigger me now in the same way. Yeah. I remember on the last show that you were telling us about past life regression. That's mm. the right term, isn't it? And what a difference it had made to you. And it was it was palpable. It was physical. I could see it because when you'd been on the radio show the first time and then this was the next time I'd seen you, you looked, the energy, you were shining. You looked like a, a brand new human being. You looked completely <laughs> different. And maybe tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, I was a brand new human being and, and it was it was like sort of a hello, freedom, truly yeah. a freedom for me. Um, I had had this weight my whole life and I would wake up every morning and not want to be here. Yeah. And I'd be my thoughts would be going round and round. It was like a tape player just going on and on of I want to die and you know, life isn't worth it and why am I here? And I couldn't make sense of anything and really struggled. And that was what I was working on when I decided, well, I'm going to do this regression process. And um, the way I've trained to do it, it's quite unique. So it's it's not a hypnotherapy process where you're um, put under, you're very conscious in the moment. And it's identifying what was disrupted in a person's energies, in their life force, whether it was 10 years ago or 100 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And you had an interest in story to tell about that I remember you telling us yes briefly tell us again yeah it's a, it's a great story it, well yeah I mean it, it was remarkable experiencing it so in my first regression I had I went back to a second world war experience and being sort of I'm not quite sure in some underground dark bunker no lights um, and 
the sounds were the sounds of war, people screaming, guns firing. And I was surrounded by dead people. And there were people who were close to me, my, my closest loved ones. Yeah. And in that situation, I was completely terrified and alone and life wasn't worth living. And that was the energy I carried into this lifetime. Yeah, yeah. And since you've done that, like I said, it was like a cloud had lifted. Mm. Before, you, you, sometimes when I talked to you, although you were shining from within, at the same time, I felt like you were carrying something with you and it had just disappeared. It had gone. You know, this... Uh, this brand new Rachel Jacobson had, had appeared. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and that's what, um, within the energy medicine I do, we use regression for, is to really tackle these long-standing issues that won't go away. And yeah. so I always say to people, if you have something and you've tried different holistic therapies, maybe you've tried conventional allopathic medicine, uh, you've tried all sorts of different things, nutrition, movement, and you've still got the issue, then you want to look at what's in the past what have I brought to the present with me? What energy am I carrying that's giving me the issue? Yeah, because I, I suppose most treatments are to deal with ailments or events occurred in this lifetime. And quite often people can spend the whole life being miserable and depressed and they can't figure out why this sadness. And mm. what makes complete sense to me is that it's a trauma from a previous lifetime. Mm. That makes complete sense because I do believe we carry certain things through many lifetimes. I mean, not everybody believes in reincarnation. I, I certainly do. I think our soul, this this light inside your true self never actually dies. And mm. we, we just move in and out of form and between different realms. Yes. And there's actually an excellent book. It's called Many Lives, Many Masters by a chap called Brian Weiss. Uh, and uh, it, he uh, went on a journey of working with a young woman. He was a psychotherapist, um, not a spiritual man in any way, shape or form. And he writes about his own journey in the book. And over a peri period of about a year and a half, um, this woman had a complete transformation of anxiety and other issues. And it was all regression work. Fascinating. And not only did he regress this lady um, and um, went to many past lives, it was also the in-betweens of the past lives. And so what was happening with consciousness. And it's a fascinating Beautiful. book. Beautiful. Yeah, it sounds it. Yeah, mm. yeah. I've been regressed through some of my past lives many years mm. ago. And I went through probably six different people, you know, through different lives. And then at the end of it, I was... I was just me. I had no physical body. Uh, I was source. Mm. And yeah, fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. Maybe tell us then, Rachel, about kinesiology. What is kinesiology? Well, kinesiology is... Have I said it right? You have definitely said Good. it right. Yes. Good. Yeah. Yes. Um, it is the most fantastic and valuable tool for assessing your energies, either your own energies or someone else. For example, um, I've helped a lot of people to learn how to test themselves to see if they're okay to eat a particular food or not. And if the energy of that food is in alignment with their own energy. Um, and so it's uh, essentially a completely non-invasive, painless process takes seconds to do, usually with using an arm yeah. and um, you test on the arm. And it's to do with the resistance, isn't it? Um, mm -hmm. You push down gently and you can test somebody's strength and then, uh, please carry on, Rachel, sorry. Yeah, no, don't, no it's, it's, it's a fantastic topic and people usually have a lot of questions about mm. it, understandably. Um, we're assessing the flow of energy through a muscle. Um, kinesiology and sort of 
it's it's been around for many, many, many decades. And then there's many modalities such as Donna Eden's energy medicine that yeah. use kinesiology. In most places, they call it muscle testing, but we actually call it energy testing because truthfully, we're assessing the flow of the energy. Say with a chakra, many people are familiar with the these major energy centers we have, the chakras. And we can test and see, is there a blockage or not? Is the energy flowing well or not? Yeah. Wayne Dyer, I've seen him do it. And somebody put their arm out and then he'd have, a, for instance, a can of pop or some sugar or something like mm. this. And he'd test the resistance just by gently pushing on their arm. Mm. And then they'd hold this particular food near to the heart, I think, if I'm correct. And then they'd go back and they couldn't, they just couldn't hold his, their arm up, you know, with two, he was just gently pushing with two fingers. And it seems incredible at first, but I've seen it done time and time again. It's amazing, you know. It is amazing. It's, um, it can, it's challenging sometimes to get your head around because it's not what we're accustomed to. And I was 18 when I was first introduced to kinesiology and I couldn't understand how sometimes my arm moves and sometimes it doesn't. And it was yeah. quite mysterious, but there's a lot of wisdom there. There really is because it's working with the energy, with the chi of the body and that's unseen. And then um, the body will, will tell you information about what's going on inside. It's remarkable. Yeah. If you've got pain in your tummy, you know, I, I have 20 years of digestion problems and uh, this week I've had some pain and I could isolate, you know, is it related to my stomach organ? Is it my gallbladder organ? And then do some energy techniques to essentially get rid of the pain. Yeah, I, I think modern medicine, and there are some benefits to it, but predominantly... You get diagnosed, then you get a prognosis, and then they try and solve everything with a tablet or, you know, pharmaceuticals. And a lot of the ancient wisdom, some of it's still around, but I think some's got lost. And we're essentially energetic beings. And Nikola Tesla says, if you want to understand the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency and vibration. And if you can start to understand the other aspects of the body besides the bones and the muscles and everything else, but the energy and the chakras and look at these, these other ways the body work and it, for explaining the energy, um, it opens up so many doors. There are lots and lots and lots of therapies out there. And I've tried lots of different therapies and not, they're not all going to be right for you, not all going to work for you. But I say in the book, you've got to try the 10 to find the two. If you don't try new stuff, you won't find the stuff that's going to work for you. So you have to keep the door open. And, Energy, yeah, it's, and again, another, I write a number of quotes about energy in the book, but we overlook this. Modern medicine overlooks our, we're energetic beings, you know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting thing. And it's so empowering, Patrick, to begin to understand who we are as energetic beings, because we're not educated that way growing up. And I could tell you, Dozens, probably hundreds of personal stories. So not even talking about friends, family, clients, personal stories of times I've had a concussion or my digestion problems or been anxious, overwhelmed and been able to help myself. Uh, and um, it's the most empowering thing, being able to do that for yourself. So your workload has probably increased this year because people are suffering and struggling. You know, it's it's been a difficult year for a lot of people. And... You've been running some free group sessions, is that right? That's right, yes. Uh, at the beginning of uh, lockdown in March, I felt it was very important to me to, in some way, 
support people. And I felt like we're all going through this difficult thing, but we're all doing it. Yeah, I like the way you chose your words carefully then. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and that's how I see it truthfully. And, you know, we're all going through this thing and we're doing it sort of stuck at home alone and um, we're not able to... Um, I've been, I've coined the term for myself, social connecting, because I think social distancing is quite an interesting term. So I far prefer social connecting. It's a contradiction in terms, isn't it? If you're distancing <laughs> somebody, you're not being social. Indeed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I wanted a way that uh, I could connect people, gather people together and share truly the power of energy medicine that it will lift us and it will help us to feel better in so many ways. So we, so we began doing it and, uh, and they were a roaring success. The feedback was incredible. People got a lot from them. Yeah. I know also a couple of things we discussed in the pre-show chat there is that number one, now you have an assistant. Mm. I want an assistant. <laughs> I need one. Do it. <laughs> I totally recommend it. It's the best thing I've done in a long time is, um, yeah, find the right fit for me, someone who will really support me. Yeah, because you can focus on what you're doing rather than a lot of the the other stuff you need to do. Exactly. You know, you know, for me, like social media and things on the website and posts and I, I, I predominantly want to do this and record shows, but behind the background, 75% of my time is spent doing other stuff that makes this happen. The show is just a, such a small part of the filming, you know, so... Mm. An assistant, yeah. Oh. It's marvellous, it really is. And like you, Patrick, um, I get the most joy and I feel my purpose is in teaching and sharing energy medicine and and do, doing sessions, so one-to-one -to, -one to support people through their, their own personal crises. That's my passion and... While I do enjoy a lot of aspects of um, admin and those sorts of things, I'd rather be able to spend all my time with people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I have to do detailed edit notes and prepare notes before we do the show, and which I actually enjoy doing that. But certainly the social media aspect, very time consuming because mm. I put specific posts across all the platforms and I would love for somebody else to take care of that business for me and then I can just focus on this but there we go you've also got you've got a new website out as well now haven't you yeah well that's yeah. been part of this truly extraordinary year I've had being very busy um and moving into a new chapter yeah you can book online now and you told me about a CRM and I went what's one of those <laughs> so tell us you know, on the website now, people, if they want to do some of your courses or some of your classes, they can book online. Is that right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So all the information is now on my website for upcoming workshops. I have big plans for 2021 and I'm sort of waiting to see how things unfold over the next few months because I, I think that things might um, unfold in quite um, dramatic, colourful ways, perhaps. Yeah. And um it's important to me that people have energy medicine be accessible to them because I understand it's not for everyone. Like you said, people will try 10 things. You find the two that are the best fit for you. But for those people who energy medicine does resonate, I can't begin to speak enough about how much of a blessing it is. I do not know where I'd be without it. I'd be in the gutter, maybe dead. Yeah. And so we're all going through these hard times this stuff will lift you. It will help you physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And so no matter how tough things might get, there's always a way to feel a bit better. So so the groups, they're Mondays and Fridays, is that right? Mondays and Fridays. And I'm 
assessing that over time, taking a bit of downtime over the holiday season because I need some quality in time, me time for myself. Yeah, that's massively important, that message that even for like the likes of yourself, you're helping other people, but you can't do that if you don't look after yourself. You've got to factor in some downtime. And, you know, this is a constant thing for me where I end up working so many hours and frequently working weekends and I have to keep pulling myself back and reminding myself I need a day to myself as well, you know, some downtime because, yeah, if your cup's not overflowing, you can't really help anybody, can you? Exactly, yes. And I think of it in terms of yin and yang. Mm -hmm. And um, when we're doing and we're out in the world doing or we're talking to people and we're engaging in an activity, something that's quite outward facing and expressive, that's a very yang activity. And the yin, in contrast, they're the more inward-facing, nurturing times, time in nature or with animals or a long hot bath is one of my favourites. And yeah. and it's really important to have that balance of yin and yang. And that at different times of year, in different circumstances, you might want different things, but certainly in winter, which is the, the real yin, deep yin season, it's a real time to slow down and nurture. Yeah. I find, I love seeing other people, but I like to do that not as frequently as other people probably, you know, I, and a big thing for me is time on my own. I need to be on my own a lot, you know, that's how mm. I function best when I have some time to myself, just time to process, figure stuff out, recharge my batteries, you know, so that would explain the, the trail running in the hills or going for long walks and things like this, you know. Mm. Rachel, I know now that you're actually going to be teaching uh, an introductory course next year to energy medicine which is a, a Donna Eden course is that right that you're teaching? That's right yes um, I'm authorised to teach an introductory course as well as the level one training which is a year-long course and so the introduction it's so stellar it's solid. You Stella, get I love it, that word. Yeah. yeah it, it really, really is. I taught it actually just a few weeks ago and the feedback was was extraordinary. Even actually someone who'd done some online training with Donna, so a different course, that lady, she was blown away by how it brought together knowledge and she understood energy in a deeper way. And uh, a lot of different co topics are covered within that, all very relevant for current times. So in the notes, we talked about the fact that the immune system is massively important now more than ever and that a lot of people are overlooking this and the best way to, you know, stay healthy is to look after yourself and that's taking correct supplements, vitamins and looking after your immune system and keeping it firing on all cylinders. Now, tell us a little bit about that. The immune system is so important. It really is. And People haven't been talking enough about the immune system this year and um, I have been racking my brains thinking, why are we not talking about the immune system more? So what I'd like to bring up today is to talk about a meridian energy pathway. So this is Chinese medicine yep. and it's an energy pathway, a bit like the bloodstream and how veins and arteries will carry blood. And we, we all have a meridian pathway that's called spleen meridian. Spleen meridian governs the organ, which you've probably heard of your spleen. Yep. And spleen meridian has two mega important roles in the body. One of them is metabolism. So that's really key. But then the other one, immune system. So what people want to do right now is keep their spleen meridian strong. Yeah. And pretty much any time anyone got, gets ill, 
there's going to be a depletion in spleen. If spleen meridian is depleted, if there's not enough energy there, it's like having a, a cup and the cup's not full. And so spleen needs to have a good drink, needs some fresh energy and a boost to be able to function and support the immune system. Mm. It's very, very important. Isn't it funny, though, what we do is we've already got these amazing abilities and tools and our bodies are miraculous healing miracle machines but we always go for the tablet instead of maintaining our health eating the right foods looking after our immune system taking vitamin d instead of doing that we don't do that and then we end up taking the tablets and so it's i talked about this in depth with becky jones on the show and it's maintenance first always maintain look after yourself then that's the last resort when you go to a doctor or you're not feeling well. If you maintain things, you never end. You don't need to go there. Exactly. You know? Yeah. People are very quick to go to their doctor. And I think doctors are fantastic, depending on the circumstances. And if I ever needed to have my appendix cut out, I would be so grateful to the man or woman who would kindly do that for me. Yeah. But there are so many circumstances, including... Um, bugs, infections, viruses, where we can support ourselves and we don't need to be utilising um, a vast array of medications that can lead to side effects and all sorts of problems. Yeah. It, for example, um, the doctors that I've encountered were prescribing antidepressants like just throwing them out, you know, try and get everybody on them. And at the end of the day, they have quotas to reach and, you know, targets to reach as well. But... The advice for me would be, okay, what, what are you eating? You know, are you going outside regularly? Are you exercising? Who are you associating with? What are you letting into your body and your environment? And I'm talking about television and the books you read and things like this. That needs looking at first. The tablets are really the last resort, you know. So. Yes, yeah. And um, and I, I, I don't really know what the answer is here because I mm. think within the UK um, that... We've got a lot available to us, say, with the NHS. And again, I love the NHS. And I think, understandably, a lot of people um, feel very precious about it. You know, it's our NHS. I, I understand that. Um, and I'm glad the NHS exists. But I wish alongside that that um, there were mechanisms where people were empowered more. I think the NHS mm. disempowers people in a lot of ways. And if we knew how much we were able to address in ourselves with simple things like movement, and um, I don't think you mentioned sleep. No. Sleep, gosh, you, you could probably get 10 experts in here and do 10 shows or 100 shows just on sleep. Yeah. Such a, an important thing. Yeah, I mean, for me, sleep has been the bane of my life. For 40 years, I, I couldn't sleep, you know, and... I was on Zopiclone for a very long time, which I've talked about openly. I tried everything. I went for days without sleep. Because I couldn't sleep, then your mood's low. You haven't got as much energy. Then you start having massive amounts of caffeine and sugar, putting all the wrong things, and you have energy spikes. You're up and down. And, yeah, really struggled with sleep. It's better now. But I still, I don't sleep like a normal human being. I don't sleep as many hours. I don't sleep probably in a similar pattern. But I generally get five or six hours a night if things are going well. If they're not going well, then, as it was earlier this week, I got zero sleep one night, and another night I got about two hours sleep. And a lot of that's to do with having a busy mind. Mm. And that's where the meditation helped me massively, you know. But, yeah, if you went through and made a list of health problems, 
if you don't sleep properly, the consequences, the health consequences of that are you probably, you won't, your appetite won't be great. You might not be digesting your food properly. You won't have a lot of energy. You won't be enthusiastic about everything. Everything will go a bit grey. You might become depressed. You can't concentrate for very long. You're not nice to be around. You end up eating all the wrong foods. I mean, it, it, it's all of those things. And then you introduce anxiety and then stress. Because if I don't sleep, I become anxious, mm-hmm. you know, if I don't rest. And and then physically, that's a lot of those are mental side effects. But physically as well, uh, you heal, repair and grow. And you do 80% of that when you're asleep. So... Mm. Yeah, sleep, sleep, sleep. And if I get a good night's sleep, I remember I had a good night's sleep about four years ago. That's the last time I had a, a proper night's sleep. I slept through for about 11, 12 hours. I had this beautiful dream. And I woke up and I was singing when I woke up. I just, I was smiling and I've, I felt like I'd been to heaven. You know, it was just wonderful. So, yeah, sleep. Rachel, maybe give us a few tips, if you can, on how you improve your immune system so that your body can fight off infections and various other things, that you're healthy and you don't end up on medication. There's some, I know, for instance, diet's important. Yes, diet's very important um, and to be considering that nutrition side of things. Um, The spleen meridian, which I mentioned a few minutes ago, That is quite key. If a person has a depleted spleen meridian, there is truly what I'll call a laundry list of ailments that can arise. Just as you said with sleep, there's so many different possibilities. It's the same thing with a depleted spleen meridian. There's a dynamic within our energies where spleen will become depleted, which uh, means it's under-energized. There's not enough energy in the tank. And so that will happen alongside our triple warmer energy, which is our inner warrior energy, our protective energy, um, working too hard to protect us. And there's a dynamic between these two pathways of spleen, triple warmer, and um, it underlies so many health conditions, um, particularly things like autoimmune, heart, heart body cold temperatures. So these would be the two things to work with. There's a very simple exercise, very relaxing. Um, it's a bit like giving yourself a hug and you just put one hand um, underneath the breast on the side, on the rib cage, and then the other hand comes round on covering the back of the elbow. Yeah. So it's a bit like you crossing your arms in front of you, but rather than folding them like people generally do, yeah. you're just wrapping them around and hugging yourself. And you're actually connecting in then with those two meridians it's highly supportive for the immune system and it will begin to address and correct this very negative dynamic that's um at the root of a lot of problems people have so in doing this you protect or boost or perhaps strengthen the pathway of the energy flow for the spleen meridian correct yes 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 Spot on. Um, and you're also then working with the harmony between spleen and spleen's partner, triple warmer. And the, this partnership between spleen and triple warmer, this is the dynamic uh, between them. Is triple uh, warmer another meridian energy pathway? Yes. Triple warmer is a topic I am so highly passionate about because 
Triple warmer governs the fight, flight, freeze response. And triple warmer is our inner warrior, our protector. So any time in life, there's anything at all that could be a threat, whether it's real or it could be an imagined threat, say a car backfires and it's a loud, unexpected sound. If your system and your subconscious registers that in any way as a threat, the triple warmer, this inner warrior, is going to start working and moving, a bit like beginning to run faster yeah. and faster. And then um, the adrenals will kick into gigs. Triple warmer governs the adrenals, so we'll get pumping out adrenaline and cortisol and all sorts of stress hormones, which obviously has a cascade effect and uh, will affect all the hormones and many, many things in the body. And not only the adrenals will be pumping out more, um, there's an effect on the hypothalamus. We go right into fight, flight, freeze, and people's nervous system are going quite haywire. This is the state a lot of people are in. Anyone with chronic illness who comes to see me. So anyone say watching this right now, if a person has chronic illness, 99.9% of the time, triple warmer is going to be working too hard and it's leading to feelings of overwhelm, anxiety and all kinds of difficulties. So the first technique for the spleen meridian energy pathway is this one? Essentially, we call it a triple warmer spleen hug. So um, it's quite a gentle one and Partly why I'm suggesting it is it's so easy to do. It's very discreet, so you can do it when well, you're it feels nice. out and about. It just feels nice. It feels nice. Give yourself a hug, yeah. It does. And we mentioned sleep too, and a lot of people have told me that this is a good one for them going back to sleep. There are literally hundreds and thousands of energy exercises that do directly work with all kinds of ailments and situations. But sleep is such a big issue people have and waking in the night and not being able to get back to sleep. So there's a range of things I'll often suggest to people to try in the middle of the night. And there's always something that works to get people to go back to sleep quickly. Yeah. This one, this triple warmer spleen hug, very commonly will help people to drift off within 10 minutes. Isn't it funny that this particular method happens to be giving yourself a hug as well. It's beautiful, isn't it? It is. It's really lovely. And it's um, it's very heartwarming, you know, and um, the, we have a lot less contact at the moment. And so um, to be able to hug ourselves, there's something that's so beautiful about that. And to, at the same time, be nurturing and restoring our energies and bringing balance. Yeah. Is there a second technique you were going to tell us as well? You said there's two techniques. Yes, I'd like to show you something for triple warmer because this is so prevalent in our society and it's so important. So well worth trying at any situation, any form of stress, but particularly good for anxiety and calming down feelings of overwhelm and coming out of the fight, flight, freeze response and um, will support the immune system as well. Yeah. So it's a triple warmer exercise and it involves taking your thumb, index and middle fingers and bunching them in a what we call a three finger notch and then popping that just at the bottom of your throat in the dip there. Yeah. And then your other hand comes at the side of your face. So you're just gently resting, you're covering your temples area and you can do either side of the face and you can do both sides if you want to. And all you do is just gently hold here and these are what we call neurovascular reflex points. And they essentially are points that uh, improve the flow of blood to the brain. And mm -hmm. they calm the nervous system. They get the blood flowing to the front of the brain. When, when we go into fight, flight, freeze, um, what's happened over thousands of years with evolution is um, we've evolved in certain ways and not in others. And so everyone's heard of evolution and everyone's heard of fight, flight, freeze. And thousands of years ago, 
Um, we needed to go into fight, flight, freeze fairly often to protect ourselves from predators and animals like bears chasing us. And so we needed thousands of years ago to run fast. So when we go into fight, flight, freeze, most of the blood in our brain leaves and it goes to our arms and legs to yeah. allow us to run yeah. like bilio out of the way. The problem is nowadays we go into fight, flight, freeze so much of the time when we don't need to run from a bear. Not only do we not need to run from a bear, there isn't any threat at all. Maybe we're just sitting at home watching television and there's been something violent. A scary movie or A something. scary film. Yeah. A scary film that's reminded us of something uh, maybe and we go into fight, flight, freeze and we're off and our nervous system's going and then people might then start um, binge eating, eating loads of biscuits or having a load of wine and, you know, we get into our different behaviours we have. And and um, so by calming down this triple warmer um, and, and holding these neurovascular reflex points, that instructs the blood to come back to the brain. It gets a lot of blood right back into the forebrain, which is our thinking brain, yeah. and allows people to think clearer. And it doesn't even take long. You can hold this for as long as you want. So I do this. I used to wait is a it, lot. Is it just gently like that? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's it's as simple as it looks and sounds, Patrick. And and it. Most of energy medicine is profoundly simple that a small child could do it. And it's just gentle holding. And the classic textbook version would be to take three deep breaths and then do the other side. So that's a lovely approach. Yeah. But I will often lie in bed in the middle of the night and this is one that will help me to drift off back to sleep. And certainly if I'm feeling stressed out, uh, I'll, I'll do it. And it's, it's very relaxing. And it doesn't always take long. Sometimes within a minute or two, you can feel a big difference. I've got two now. I'm going to try these tonight. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. This one. And then give myself a hug. Yeah. And yeah. Your, your arm. So it's more than just giving yourself a hug. You want to have one arm that's actually on your ribs, or on the either on the side of your body where your rib cage is, or it could be more under the breast area. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then the other hand is actually behind the elbow itself so above the back of your elbow you've got a big dip here yeah and so you want to actually be holding round so you almost like you're sort of just wrapping around the elbow itself yeah and then you just relax in this position it's also the position you're in when you wear a straight jacket, Rachel, isn't it? <laughs> I've never thought about it, but yes, it is. Thank you. It's quite a good way to describe it, you know. It just felt familiar as well. <laughs> Brilliant. And you actually, we discussed it on the last show, but you've met and done courses with Bruce Lipton, haven't you? That's right, yes. What? Well, Bruce Lipton is sort of a... A legend in, in yes. my eyes. I mean, I've got yeah. so much respect for him, partly because he trailblazed decades yeah. ago and he had a message and he was so passionate about his message. And now all these decades later, um, science is coming on board and saying what he said decades ago. Yeah, he basically debunked and disagreed with some um, of the theories at the time and is epigenetics, is that right? Epigenetics, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I've, I've read one of his books and uh, what a guy and what a lovely man as well. What a lovely man. He's so generous. You know, when I met him, it wasn't like we've become close buddies and had dinner together. Um, I, um, I've had a few interactions, but there have been signings that he's done, you know, at events. But he doesn't just sign a person's book. He will sit... 
he actually, one of the events was a yoga wellness retreat and there was a little cafe and he sat with every person in the cafe uh, for about five minutes, one at a time and answered questions. It was very... Uh, generous man and I think it's really important to understand that part of his message is about what's going on in our subconscious and how our subconscious is driving so much of our waking life and that we can transform in profound ways we can achieve anything we can have the life that we want whether it's that you want a dream house a dream job a dream partner uh, you want to improve your health whatever it might be things are achievable to us but so often we don't get them because we're blocked in our subconscious. Yeah. I like when I think uh, of quotes and phrases and things like this. And something I like to say is anything is possible when you know anything is possible. Yes. If you figured that out, then anything's possible. It's, it's very similar in a way to Henry T. Ford, whether you think you're right or you think you're wrong, either way you're right. Mm. You know, when, when you know anything's possible anything's possible, you know, you can do it, but you've got to know that and believe it. Exactly. And some people don't believe it on every level. Remember with our conscious mind, that's about 10%. And that that's where our dreams, our hopes and aspirations sit. So if someone turns around to me and says, there's a job I really want, or I want the perfect body, whatever that means, there's no such thing really. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um, someone says, I want this thing. I want a partner and I've never been able to find my soulmate or whatever yeah. it might be. And I've not, got it it's time to look at what's going on in the subconscious what's going on in the past and and be more creative because if you've tried things and it's not worked then it's unlikely to work again einstein was the guy who said insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different different results exactly so yes and, and there are lots of ways we can approach this but certainly with the energy medicine and with tapping as well with eft that we talked about really powerful ways to address these things. I am so busy this year because in 2019, I was like a dog with a bone uh, working on my subconscious because I wanted to be busy. Yeah. Um, and um, with, You've got it now. And I yeah. shifted a lot in my subconscious and then things have changed. I'd explain it like this, that once you know anything is possible, anything is possible. And then... Everything you want, you can draw into your life. And if it isn't arriving, then there's something here that's stopping it. It's blocking it. So you've got to make the space here. Figure out what's blocking it. Take that out of the way. Because if if you remove all resistance, whatever you need will come. Exactly, yeah. And it's never a person's fault. I think sometimes people feel, I'm in this situation. I've I've not got the relationship or the job or, or whatever it might be. And people feel it's my fault, you know, I should have worked harder or done something differently. No, how could it possibly be? Because when we have these uh, complex blocks within us, it's not crystal clear. And it's it's difficult when you're in the eye of the storm. It's difficult to to sort of see other kinds of waters. And quite often it's it's not because of wrong action. It's because you've not figured stuff out yet. It's it's wisdom you need, you know, not Mm. you're not doing anything wrong. And sometimes if it's in your subconscious, you can't consciously deal with that. And so this is where energy medicine or certain practices would come in where something's not working, you don't know why, and there's ways of moving that energy without doing it consciously. You know, you can't always figure everything out. Sometimes you have to apply these techniques and it could be meditation, 
It could be a gong bath, which are very good mm. at moving energy blockages and things like this. It may be that you learn some energy medicine techniques and, you know, um, EFT, something like this. Yeah. Exactly. There's so many options available to people. And to realise if people are, are more able to calm down in the nervous system, fundamentally, if we are in the sympathetic nervous system response, which is the stress response, and if we have a habit in our nervous system, in our energies of being in fight, flight, freeze, it's going to be very difficult to get where you want to go in your life and to feel happier. A person needs to educate themselves and learn what works for them to address that nervous system imbalance and challenges. Yes. Rachel, something we didn't mention before is the beginner's class, beginner course to energy medicine, which you're running next year, is in Bolton. That's right. Yeah. Isn't it funny how the universe works? Yeah. So I'm actually, I was born and bred in Whitefield, so just up the road from Bolton. And um, uh, just, you know, you cross paths and I found the most beautiful place out in the countryside. And yeah. that was my hope because this is a year long training and it's um, four weekends essentially they're actually four day classes but four separate retreat classes where you get so much information within each so I thought let's find a beautiful place in the countryside so we can practice outside and so and, on and you're doing it at the Chetham Farm Retreat that's right yes yes which I have been there many times I've run workshops there I've taught meditation there I've done classes there and that's run by Mandy and Steve isn't it yes yeah. lovely and people what a, what a beautiful venue. There's a, there's a brook at the bottom and it's set in nature. There's a big field behind it and the venue itself is beautiful as well. It's a lovely energy. So, yeah. It's a very exciting course. It equips people to be able to do so much with themselves. The one thing I think that stands out to share about this is I'll tell you the reason why I signed up for the, that training myself seven or eight years yeah. ago. Because... Um, there were many things going through my mind. And when you're deciding whether to do something or not, you know, you've got to consider finances and time and other responsibilities, children or whatever. Yeah. And what did it for me that I thought I have to learn this, I have to, I have to, I have to, was I realised that through taking the course by the end of it, I would be beyond equipped with tools that nobody could take from me, that with my own hands, I would be able to use the kinesiology with myself because it takes seconds so simple to actually see where are the energy blockages where is the too much energy where is the too little how is my spleen meridian is it depleted is my triple warmer happy am i in fight flight freeze or not so i could actually test myself and see am i in fight flight freeze or not and and i realized no one can ever take this from me and no matter what happens in the future no matter what kind of i'm going to use the word apocalypse might happen. A zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Big, dramatic, unprecedented scenario might occur and we might all be under incredible restrictions no matter what happens, that with your own hands you can help yourself. I was sold and I thought, no, eating in the future, if I need food, I need a loaf of bread to eat and I'm starving and I need to provide for, you know, look after my parents, make sure my parents have got food. I'm going to have skills that I can go to a person and say, oh, you've got a headache. I can help you with your headache. And in exchange for that, I'd love a loaf of bread, please. Yeah. And so I signed up. I can see how passionate you are about this. It's brilliant. I know, well, your, your it's clear. Energy, I can feel yeah. it. No, it really is a big passion of your, mine. Yeah. Your energy is <laughs> infectious. It's, it's, it's beautiful to see. Oh, thank yeah. you. 
I also find it very funny, and, and I, I find everything funny, and I find the humour in everything. It's really healthy, I think. And there's a zombie apocalypse. Everybody's running for the hills, and you're there, and you'll be just stood walking around like. Well, no, it's true. <laughs> I tell you, if there was a zombie apocalypse, here's another great. It is hilarious, but here's another great technique, Patrick. Um, this is if there was a zombie apocalypse, what I'd probably be doing would be just holding one hand, just gently holding it on my forehead. All this, yeah, yeah exactly. It looks I'd, like you don't want to look. No, well, yes. So this in a zombie apocalypse, this would be a, a very apt, good, good choice. Um, this one also holding on the forehead. These are the main frontal neurovasculars, so within the same category as these yeah. points. Oh, profound, very calming. I mean, how simple is it? Think mm. about how many times people have some bad news or you get a shock and you go, oh my God. Yeah. Or you have a headache. People always yeah. do this, don't they? Yeah. People are naturally balancing their energies without realising. Mm. Try it. Honest to goodness, try it. Um, at a point of stress, you can use it also to release old stress if there's something from years ago that's still bothering you. But where I feel this really comes into its own is something's happened and you are feeling upset in the moment. Just bring your hand up. If you're sitting proper pillow underneath so you can relax comfortably or lie down and, and stay in this position. It may only take a minute or two. It may take a bit longer. Um, I could tell you story after story. Donna Eden has one in her book. There was a man with catatonic depression. He hadn't spoken for over a year. He was mute. Yeah. And she held for about half an hour and he began to speak. So yeah. simple. I mean, it couldn't be more simple. Yeah. Powerful. We can heal ourselves and we can heal each other by touch. Yes. You know, the way it, see again, when you explain this, it makes complete sense to me because if you think that we're all batteries, we're all full of energy. And in doing this, if you don't feel right, something isn't working and this energy is flowing through you, around you, then by doing this, you're changing the path of the energy, you're changing the flow, you're like rewiring. Yeah you know, changing the circuitry. And so it isn't working. Okay, well, let's move some of this energy up here and move it around. And and you, you're changing the, the pathways in your body and it, it just makes total sense. It really does, yes. And everything is energy. Yeah. At its fundamental level, everything is energy, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've mentioned I've had um, digestion stuff on and off for 20 years. And this week I've had a couple of instances of quite intense pain. I would say a sort of a nine out of 10 pain. And um, I was in my car on one occasion. And so I was at the traffic lights and just the traffic lights, I was just doing a very simple technique, brought the pain down, brought the pain down more. So there's still things that for me to address um, in terms of physiologically sort of wider things and bugs are going on in, in my gut. But to be able to help yourself in the moment on a day-to-day -day basis in the throes of life to feel better, um, it's remarkable. I recently, in one of the shows, was talking about people being batteries. And I said that on our own, you know, a single battery, compare a remote control, but put a thousand batteries together and you compare a car, mm. you know. People on our own, because in theory, we're supposed to be isolating our social distancing, following any of these guidelines then you're not getting the human contact. And I think human contact, you know, if you're with somebody that makes you feel good, they lift your spirits. You walk away and you've got a smile back on your face again. We see each other smile and that's infectious. And if you've ever been to, say, a festival or anything like that, and you get a large number of people together and they're all 
enjoying music or something. The energy is through the roof. And I think when we're together, just like a, a battery or anything else, I think we, we heal each other. You know, I think we give each other positive energy. And I think at the minute when you said that's never more important than it is now, I totally agree because a lot of people are distancing or isolated, especially a lot of older people that are isolated. They're not getting that human contact. And that for me is, you know, it keeps some people alive. So the thing that keeps, there's two people that are 80 and one dies and one's still alive. And the thing that keeps somebody going at that age is your spirit, your human spirit, your energy levels. And you get that from being around certain people. Yes, and Bruce Lipton talks about this. I always forget, um, it's a concept in quantum physics. I think it's entrainment is the name of it. But it's essentially talking about how our energies, energies interact with each other. Yeah. And, um, you know, the aura is a fascinating topic. This biofield of energy we have around us, it's um, like a protective spacesuit. And if a person has a compromised aura, imagine a, a spacesuit and then imagine there's a big tear in it. And now you're a spaceman up in space. You're not going to last very long. No. Uh, and it's actually... Um, the similar in terms of our biofield of energy. Now, if a person has a tear, it's not going to kill them. They, you know, the head's not going to fall off, but they're going to be vulnerable to outside energies. Yeah. And, um, and so we want our aura, our biofield, healthy, strong, free of tears, free of any holes, free of any toxins that people can commonly have. And when we're in that energy state, then there's a beautiful interaction between people. People's auras are interacting with each other. Yep. You can find videos on YouTube and see beautiful, all these colours. And, and it, it doesn't just stay ball or bubble shaped. The aura will sort of, it's a bit like plasticine. You can see auras sort of m yeah. moving and merging. And, um, and so... You, for each of us, we want to take responsibility and keep our own aura healthy and strong and then be conscious of who am I spending time with and do our best to spend time with people who've also got strong auras so that we're not negatively impacting each other and we're just, yeah. we're building each other up, we're inspiring each other. There was a period in my life where I could see auras. Ah, amazing. Yeah, and I could see the interaction between other people and maybe two people that are in a relationship as well and fascinating it's a, there's a whole other show i could just do on, on that one topic but definitely but yeah so we're going to move on now rachel to grounding amazing topic yes yes there's a good film uh documentary on youtube at the minute and i think it's called earthing i think it's called earthing and it's all about that a documentary it's won a few awards and so on i've only watched snippets of it at the minute but I had this explained to me how this, what works and how we're connected to the earth and it explained a lot about jet lag. When you're disconnected, you fly somewhere else, and you plunk somewhere else, mm. you're not in sync with the energies in that location at that time. Mm. I also experienced, it was about five years ago and I realised I hadn't earthed or grounded for, and I'm assuming you're talking about earthing when you're saying grounding, maybe you're not. I don't know. It's part of what I'm part talking of, about, yeah. yes. But I hadn't earthed myself. I hadn't connected with the ground for years because I hadn't been stood on grass with my shoes off. So I took my shoes off and went and stood on grass and I, I could feel the the energy coming out of the end of my hands. I was recharging. It's, if a lot of people, if you ask somebody, they go to work in an office and then they're going for a meal at night and then they're seeing the friends, they might go to the pub and whatever they're doing... 
It's probably a very long time since you stood on a natural surface connected to the earth, not just on floorboards or something, with your shoes off. A lot of people never do it. And it's significant. It can have a massive effect on how you feel and, and how you connect with your environment and, and the earth. So earthing's part of grounding. Mm. Go for it, Rachel. Ground, yes, so oh, well... So there are many different aspects to grounding. And if we go right back to basics of what does it mean to be grounded? I sometimes when I teach, I'll bring a little plug, you know, with the, the three pins. Not that I'm an electrician by any standards, but I do know that that brown earth pin is there for, the, for that earthing. And yeah. we humans do not have a brown earth pin, which is essentially the, the root of the problem. And... We ground in many ways. We release excess energy into the ground. We absorb energy from the ground. And the reason that walking barefoot in nature is so profound is because the earth is very electron rich. So we absorb mm. um, all these wonderful electrons from the earth that help us to ground. So that's one thing to, to really consider. A massive topic that most people don't know about is called polarity. And that's within grounding. Polarity refers to the north and south like, like magnets. And what we should be in an optimal circumstance is north at our head and south at our feet. And the Earth's surface has a north polarity. And so um, what we want and what's optimal and healthy is that we're south at our feet, the Earth's surface is north, and then there's an attraction there. And we, and we actually orient to the Earth. There's an actual magnetic pull. We can't feel it like when you've got magnets in science, but... That's a real orientation. The Earth's got an electromagnetic field and that's how birds navigate. It's, it's, we're not sensitive to it, but other animals are very sensitive to Correct. it, aren't they? Indeed. Yeah. And the reason I'm so excited to share this is because 20 years ago, polarity wasn't a massive issue for people. It would show up for some people, but not for others. And by the way, I know this from my teachers because obviously 20 years ago, I was still, you know, well, I was actually a, te a teenager in the throes of depression and an eating disorder. <laughs> but um, so my teachers have told me then that in recent years, they have had more and more people coming into their clinics with polarity issues. And the only explanation for this is that the Earth's polarities are changing. And as you talked about, and you know, um, we can look at the poles and we can look at the Schumann resonance and the electromagnetic energies of the earth and the changes there. And a lot of people are um, essentially um, imbalanced with their polarity and they're not able to magnetically orient and ground to the earth. So people are actually walking around and, the, and, and it's a literal like um, disconnect. Right. And the fix for that is so simple, which so commonly saying that because yeah. so much of energy medicine is so simple. All you want to do is take a stainless steel spoon. It must be stainless steel. And you take the curved side, the back of the spoon. And if this was the sole of your foot, you just rub the spoon on the sole of your foot. Right. And I know it sounds quite bizarre no, we're because do it. we're accustomed yeah. to using spoons for eating. Um, but um, the properties with the iron in the spoon, it aligns with aligns with our blood, aligns with the earth's properties, and it creates this alignment. It fixes our polarity. Um, some people may find it very neutral and just a thing that they've done. Some people will do it and they will go, wow, I didn't know I felt bad before. Now I feel better. The thing is as well, you do not need to understand how it works. You nope. just do it. Because quite often something will be explained to somebody 
be outside the comfort zone. They'll think, well, why would I do that? And it doesn't matter. What have you got to lose? Try it. If it makes you feel better, do it. Exactly. Yes. Because we're all energetically unique. We're as unique in our energies as we are in our fingerprint. So one thing might be the best thing ever for one person and very neutral and boring to another person. Mm. Um, so yeah, so polarity is a massive part of grounding and it's incredibly relevant to a lot of people uh, because of the earth changes. And when I've been in conversation with people around everything that's happening in the world at the moment and what potentially might be to come, the probably number one thing I am reminding people is stay grounded. And for myself, stay grounded. It's so important. If we stay grounded, we will be okay. Like the, it, imagine if an event in the world is like a tidal wave coming in and um, we can often be afraid of these tidal waves coming and knock us, knocking us off our feet and we drown. If we're grounded, we are almost certainly not going to be knocked off our feet. We'll stay rooted. That wave, whatever it is, it will come over us. We might have to hold strong. We might have to yeah. hold our breath for a few minutes while the wave passes, but the wave will pass and we will be standing and we will feel stronger for it and proud of ourselves. If somebody wants to come and do your beginner's course to energy medicine next year, if somebody wants to come to one of your groups, if somebody wants to get in touch with you and ask you some questions and stuff, where do they go? Maybe your website address and social media channels and things like this. Yes, yeah. My website is my name, Rachel Jacobson, which is R-A-C-H-E-L-J-A-C-O-B-S-O-N.co.uk. And all information is on there. Um, you can see upcoming group sessions that are yeah. happening and contact me to book in. And you can, you can book through the website now as well, can't you? You can book certain things on the website. You contact me, you fill out a form, and then that comes to me, and then I'll send you a link then that you can then book. Gotcha. And um, on my social media channels, um, um, the tag for it is Holistic Rachel for Facebook and Instagram. Um, and in the new year, I've got some exciting things in the pipeline. You can't tease like that. <laughs> Tell us, give us a clue. Well, okay. Partly I'm teasing because I haven't fully formulated what's in my heart and what I want to do. But where I'm coming from is I do think we're in very turbulent times and I don't think things are going to get less turbulent in the short term. No. And so I be believe it's very important to stay grounded. So I want to start doing essentially more on social media and it's going to be videos, it's going to be tips and information talking about topics like grounding yeah. and, and really... It's so easy in life to look away, you know, from whatever, whether it's a personal issue or something happening in the world, you know, say a political thing. And yeah. When you look back, it'll still be there, though. Exactly, you know, and and so what I want to do is look at things head on yes. and, and say, let's let's look at where we are in the world right now. Let's look at the circumstances we're facing. How do we move through this? Not just with ease, but also with grace. A beautiful word, grace, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I watched a documentary recently about people approaching death and the palliative care, not so much in this country, although they are doing trials with it now, was with psilocybin. And they all approached death with grace. They knew you were going to die, but the fear went and they were beaming with smiles, you know, because they knew they were going on to just a, another part of the journey. Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Rachel, I bloody love having you on the show. I love being here. I Thank do. you for having me. I do. Your energy. Now, I feel I didn't have a great morning and I feel really good now. And it's just because I've been in your company. 
Bless yes. you. Well, I could say the same. Yes, you are my fur energy lady. Okay, folks, I'm going to leave you with a quote from a book from Pills to Peace written by myself. And it's simply this, the energy you display attracts the people in your day. And I thought that was relevant with today's show. You can get me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. You can go to the website, midnightmcbride.com. You can get my book on Amazon and the audiobook on ACX, Audible and Amazon as well. You can also listen to the radio show every Monday night on Salford City Radio, 94.4 FM at 11pm. And this show will be out on YouTube twice a week and then three days later it appears on the audio podcast which is Spotify, Podbean and iTunes. I'll probably miss something but I think that's enough. I'll see you next time. Thanks very much. Shalom. Shalom.